Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I'm Gary Seegers. Catch me on Twitter at GaryWCE. And I'm Chris Giannini. Follow me at ChrisBGiannini. And this is the Winning Cures Everything podcast from WinningCuresEverything.com. Before we get started, please subscribe to the podcast, share it, and review it. We cannot stress how important those reviews are for iTunes rankings, so help us out. Those of us who love this sport live for nights like this. You are looking live at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta. It's football. I've been watching it for 40 years. 40. 40 years. How about that? So here is fourth down. Can you believe it? It's picked up by Michigan State's Jalen Watts Jackson, and he scores on the last play of the game. Are you kidding me? Honey Badger don't care. This is Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything, number 161. Can you believe that we have done 161 of these, Chris? That's a lot. That's Look, a lot more than I thought we were going to be doing. It is the Friday, November 10th edition of the show. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. It is Big Game Friday. That's right. It's time to talk about the big games. Now, here's the thing. We're going to open this up. We're going to talk about the the interesting, like, good but not best games of the weekend. And then we're going to jump into the biggest college football games and then the three biggest NFL games. Sound reasonable? Let's go. All right, let's go on and do this. First off, let's go on and do the SEC games that aren't considered the biggest games of the weekend, right? We're going to do that first. Florida at South Carolina. We're just going to rapid fire through these. What do you think? I like South Carolina, and I don't think Florida is going to win another game the rest of the season. I don't think they are either. I think this is a bad football team right now. There's not a lot left to play for for these guys. Uh, South Carolina is playing for a lot right now. They're six and three. Like they're they're setting their sights on the SEC East. And then, can you imagine Clemson goes to South Carolina this year? That's right. And if they can play the spoiler to Clemson, oh, they want to. You have no that is, idea. That is a rivalry it, that doesn't get a lot of pub because one school is really good and the other school is not great. 
and, and so it's it's hard and it, and it to flipped. make it a national rivalry, but this is... Well, it flipped there at some point because Steve Spurrier had won, like, what, five in no, a no, row but, there? Well, no, no, that was a different situation. Clemson was still a national power, and South Carolina was still just another team in the SEC East. Yeah. And South Carolina dominated that rivalry game. Yes, they did. I will tell you this. So I know a little bit about this because I follow South Carolina pretty closely, and, and, and I got a buddy of mine that's really close to that program. Janavius Clowney, part of his recruitment, he told Steve Spurrier, if I come play for you, we don't lose to Clemson. And he played three years straight, and he made his promise. Never lost to Clemson. We do not lose to Clemson. Yep. Yep. So, we'll see if Will Muschamp can pull the same thing out of his players this go-round. It's going to be tough. It's going to be real tough But right now, now. he don't have to beat Clemson. He's just got to beat a really bad Florida team. Yep, and Florida is really bad. So, we both like South Carolina in that one. Arkansas at LSU, not a whole lot to talk about here. Two teams going in different directions. Look, Arkansas can't stop the run. No. And LSU can. Guys, one thing that Orgeron has made clear, if his guys have a chance to put up gaudy stats, he's going to let them do it. Oh, when they gonna do it this go round? And I think I think he's gonna try to get guys to break every record that that he hasn't broken yet in a single game. Yeah, he'll do it in this one. Yeah. So the line is seventeen and a half. It seems like it might be a lot. No, 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 no I'm, it's not. I'm not touching it because I just don't I don't like betting all my team or against my team a lot like that unless I, I have a really strong feeling on it. I could see us just destroying them. Now Arkansas does like to piss me off, so they pissed me off. No, no, nah, it wouldn't surprise anybody. Louisiana Lafayette at Ole Miss, not even worth talking about. That the line here is also seventeen and a half. Yeah, uh, I think it opened at nineteen and actually moved down. Oh, Ole Miss, Ole Miss should get this win. Dude, I love that kid, Jacob Tamu. Man, like that's that's a hell of a quarterback. Yeah, he's, he's going to be good. Yeah, he's really good. All right, Kentucky at Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt opened up a three point favorite in this. That sound like that, it's supposed to? No, no, that shocked me. That really shocked me. I, I almost took Kentucky with that. It that scares me. I'm yeah. staying away from it. This game's going to be boring. It's not going to be fun to watch. It's in it's in Nashville. I, I, I'll tell you this though, I'll take the over on it because I don't think either one can can stop the other one. Hmm. So Vanderbilt's defense beginning of the season was awesome. Well, the over they played Alabama. They the were over like, is only like fifty. Nobody yeah. could score on them. But even still, like now, everybody. You, you can remember score the? On them. You remember like Dan Wolken making the comment like, "How's Al- Alabama's favorite about nineteen? He's like, Alabama's not going to score nineteen on them, which is just absurd. But but like, like yeah, but that's, yeah, that's how good. That's what everybody thought. But that's how good. Uh, uh, Vanderbilt's defense was well, yeah, but now you're in November. There's not as much depth, etc. Okay, et cetera. So you're, you're right. I just I just remember them being good at one point. Yeah, they they were. They don't have Zach Cunningham anymore. I told you that before the season started. Yeah. Uh, New Mexico at Texas A and M. New Mexico loves to run the football, um, but I don't think it matters. It's a 19 no. point spread. A and M should win this game. Yeah. It, it, look, Nick Starkle is not named as the starter yet. That'll change. That'll change. Because Starkle is the only thing that gives this team a chance to win ball games. Now, if something crazy happens, and A&M loses a game where they're favored by almost 20 points to New Mexico. Oh, God. Someone's gone next week. Yeah, he someone's won't, he gone won't next make week. the rest of the season. Good Lord. Tennessee at Missouri. I love Missouri here. I think they're going to absolutely obliterate Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee's done. They are going to set fire to Butch Jones on his way out of Columbia. Yeah, he's, he's like, over. Whew, good gracious. All right. 
Uh, let's talk about some of the bigger national uh, now, interesting Some of these games, games are going to be fun. These are going to be, be fun games. Fun. They're not our biggest games of the weekend, but they are good games. Oklahoma State at Iowa State. That's Saturday, 11 a.m. on the ABC, uh, ABC ESPN2 window. Yep. I like this game a lot. Iowa State's got a great defense. Oklahoma State has got a insane offense that you saw in Bedlam last this week. This is going to be a really fun game, kicking off at 11 a.m. Yeah, who who's who will Im- enforce their will? Who who will who will put the smack down? I don't know, and it's in I feel Ames. like I'm stuttering here, but that's partly because Iowa State being a good team has just left me befuddled uh, like we yeah. don't this is not what we're supposed to be thinking. This is not supposed to be one of the top teams or not in the just Big top 12. games in the Big 12. Period. Yeah. So, uh I'll say this I don't think Iowa State has the horses to keep up with Oklahoma State, but if well, I you think do they the showed transcendent it, property, I, I they beat they Oklahoma. It, yes, but I and, think they showed it last week against West Virginia. That was on the road, but when they play some of these offenses that are real top-level good, now I can't figure out how they went on the road and beat Oklahoma. Yeah, well, I think they, I think they surprised Oklahoma. Well, I don't think Oklahoma was ready for that because Oklahoma was favored by what, like thirty in that yeah. game. I mean, it was just that ridiculous. was just that like what, no, they surprised. It was a, it was the first game for the the guy that's been starting a quarterback for a while. Uh, they took their first loss with him last week. Well, I think Baker Mayfield is just one of those guys where if he's not interested, you can beat Oklahoma pretty easily. Now the issue here is that West Virginia jumped out twenty to nothing, you know, early last week. And then didn't score. Well, Iowa State has got a good defense. They don't have an offense to play from behind like that. No, not at all. If I mean, if, a, a if Oklahoma State gets game, up over twenty, then it's over. And and I think they'll probably do that in the first half. Man, I don't, man, this defense is good. No, I, I agree with because you. Because West Virginia didn't score after that. They I'm, got up big. I agree. But at some point in time, they drew a line in the sand and say, you don't cross. West Virginia ain't Oklahoma State. No, okay. No, we're on the same page with that because I, I Look, really like West Virginia. State. West Virginia held Iowa State to sixteen points. Yeah, Oklahoma State put half a honey on them. <laughs> so okay, like here's the thing, Oklahoma Look, I, State. I like the pokes. You don't have to. You don't yeah, have to. I did. So that that's my deal me. on that. Washington at Stanford, nine thirty p.m. Saturday night on FS1. No, I'm sorry, this is on Friday night. Yes. So we get to the weekend started off right. So Washington, that's tonight. That's that's awesome. All right, cool. Washington at Stanford, 9.30 p.m. tonight, Friday. Look, Washington on the road. And, but I don't think Stanford is very good. I don't think Stanford. I, I think Stanford has one great player and look, just I'll, I'll a tell bunch you this. of dudes. Let me tell you this. I I really believe that last week, the Stanford game at Washington State, mm-hmm. I don't think Stanford gave a crap about that game. I don't think they cared about the Oregon State game. I think they got embarrassed on national television by Washington last year. You remember that game, 44-6? So you think six? they overlooked two, one big program in Oregon that's not playing great? Oregon State. Oh, okay. I thought you said Oregon. No, Oregon State. That, was, right, a, you, that was like a you, Thursday night, Friday You can night overlook game. Oregon State. Exactly, and that's the thing. That's the thing. So, I... I don't think they were necessarily like overlooking Washington State. I don't think they put in their full game plan for that game. 
And it's tough to win at Washington State anyway. I don't I don't think they cared about that one though. I think they want they just this talking one. of losses just to just to get to Washington. I I'm not worried about the losses. I'm That's not worried weird. Look, would you put your bankroll on Washington right now? No, I'm not betting on them. But if I had to pick this game and just pick a winner, yeah, I'd take Washington. I'm glad we're not picking it, but if I did have to pick it, I got I all right, I would take Washington. But I <laughs> I'll right. tell you this. That's right. It will not shock me in the slightest if David Shaw has these dudes completely ready to go and they stop Washington. Maybe. Hey, it shocked me a little bit. I watched just Arizona State stop this team, man. But they don't. Man, Stanford hadn't looked good. No, they hadn't. They hadn't. But I, I mean, Arizona State didn't really look good either. So. All right, so we uh, talked about that. Clemson earlier. All right, Florida State at Clemson, 2.30 p.m. ESPN on Saturday. Can you believe this is the ESPN game? Can Florida State win a game? Are they in the same? When Florida State and Florida play at the end of the year, will it matter? Well, Florida State just rescheduled their Louisiana-Monroe game for Because they're trying to second. get bowl eligible. Because they're trying to get bowl Because they know they're going to lose this weekend. That's going to put them at six losses. They will be at three and six. So, I mean, who do they have left after that? Man, there are reports. You got Louisiana of, so you, Monroe. You, you, you looked that up, and let me talk about this. Okay. Man, there are reports that, like, assistant coaches getting in fist fights in that locker room. Like, these guys just are not on the same page. And well, everybody, it, it won't matter because they're all going to be fired next year. Every, or Jimbo could end up taking Texas A&M. Everybody, oh, no, Jimbo ain't leaving. Oh, you think it would be one of those I negotiate a buyout things? Yes. Because right now, if he left, it'd be like oh, it'd be it? it's like twenty something million or something like that. No, I think his buyout's like forty. No, it's closer to forty. I think yeah. it's like thirty six. Like, I was going to say it's it's an asinine number. Like yes. it's a ridiculous. It's a number that if I said oh twelve, God. everybody would be like, oh man, that's a big number. Okay, so. It, in the Florida State Florida game later on in the season, okay, who do you like in that ball game? I don't know. And here's the thing: I think that neither one of them are going to be bowl eligible. Has Florida bowl eligible already? No, Florida's only got three wins. Okay, so I don't think either one of them are going to be bowl eligible. And I don't know that the winner of that game. Well, can look, get I'll tell you eligible. this: here's here's Florida's thing. They're uh, they're three and five right now. They've got at South Carolina, UAB, and Florida State left. Oh my gosh! So they'd have to win out to get bowl eligible. Yeah, they're not getting bowl eligible. Nope. And here is Florida State's schedule, though: Clemson, Clemson, Delaware State, at Florida, Louisiana Monroe. So they, all they have to do is beat Florida. All they have to do is and they're playing one? in Gainesville. So well, because they, they're going to beat Delaware State. State. They're going to beat Louisiana. No, okay, you're right. They're, yeah. So that's some bull crap that they're rescheduling that game. Just to get just bowl to eligible. Just to get bowl eligible. Hang on. And you're doing that so you can get bowl eligible. And why? So you could go play in like the Holiday Inn Bowl? Well, here's the situation. Hey, what bowl I, do you I, think look, they I'll, I'll explain. To? I'll explain it to you. It doesn't matter what bowl because – Florida State has the nation's longest bowl streak at like 35, oh. 35 straight seasons in a Man, bowl. I really hope Florida ruins that. <laughs> That's God. terrible. Because Florida can't go bowling. They're not going to win out. No, they're not. So I just That would Florida. be hilarious. I the game is want, in Gainesville. I just want Florida to win that one game. I don't trust Florida to do anything right now. They're terrible. Nothing. Nothing. Man. All right. How, uh, name your score. What, what do you think Clemson wins by? They're favored by 16. Man, you know what? I think that's probably about right. I would not pick Clemson against the spread. What do you think? Like twenty-seven to ten, something like that. It's going to be low scoring. Thirty-one I don't to think thirteen, kind of. 
I think they're struggling right now. Well, especially not against Clemson's team, right? So Jimbo will get this team fired up sometimes, though. I mean, he's still a really good coach. Well, no, he is. And, I mean, they, they beat Syracuse last week. Syracuse ain't no slouch. But I, I don't know. I mean, look, this this season unraveled on those guys. You and the think, ACC is because, a pretty good conference. Hang on. You think because of one bad season, this guy has been to multiple national championship games. One bad season. No, I think that the administration there and the fan base are going to be so on him to change his coordinators. Change them. Fire and his, Clean and house. his assistants. Clean house. They're no, terrible. I, but here's the thing. There's already reports out that Texas A&M has been reaching out to him and that, look, they can negotiate the buyout. They can but handle if all you're, this stuff. if you're Florida State and you think he's the guy, you just think all these assistants got to go. Then, then why would you renegotiate the buyout? You signed if, him if to the $30 million buyout because you don't want him to leave. If you're Florida State, what has he done since the national championship to make you think? You don't want him to leave? Did you see what I'm saying? Man, I guess you're right. And if you know that Florida is going after Scott Frost, you think that things are probably going to flip around there pretty soon because you weren't scared of him when they had Jimmy Mack. But now... Yeah, now you got to compete in-state. And it's not like Jimbo hasn't been recruiting and whatnot. Like, that's the problem is that, look, if Alabama loses a quarterback, they're still going to be pretty good. Yeah, but they've lost two quarterbacks. If Alabama lost both their starting, their first and second string quarterback, that offense would would struggle. Who is the second string quarterback? I don't know. They're, they're on the third string guy, though, right? No. Alabama on... took one guy out, and then, like, no, two James, weeks later. No, James Blackman is still the I thought, guy. He's I just a scrawny weeks, freshman. I thought two weeks later, somebody else took that kid out. Nope. He's still there. He's I think he missed it. some time at some point in time this season. I don't think so, man. I think he missed the game. Regardless. Anyway. Regardless. Well, yeah, Alabama's got more depth than everybody else in the country. Yeah, but that's the thing. Everybody thought Florida State did, too. When's the last time they haven't had a top-ten recruiting class? And you're going to get stomped by Boston College 35-3? to I mean, you're going to get... Look, Boston College putting 40 on everybody. Join the club. Get in line. They whipping everybody's ass. But but you can't do that if you're Florida State. And you can't be losing at home to NC State. You can't be losing to whoever the hell else they've been losing to. Right, I got you. like they they didn't even get to the Clemson game and they already got five losses. No, I'm no, it's a bad season. So it's it's real bad, and it it should take more than just a damn quarterback going out to completely derail what was thought to be a national championship contender. How mad is Jimbo that he didn't take the LSU job? Ooh, I don't think he's that mad because I don't think that LSU was going to be able to pay him. Well, not what A and M's going to pay him, but exactly. I think there's something to wanting to be at home though. No, there is. No, no, there's not. The state of Texas. And listen, and, and the reason I know this is because who was the coach? Along? I mean, we've had this conversation like seven times. Franchoni, I think it was. The yeah. guy that left Alabama for A&M, and everybody was like, why the hell would you have done that? It's the retirement rule for the state of Texas, which I know the retirement rule for the state of Texas. Did is, he even get to that point? They get. Uh, yeah, I think he got to. Hey, all you have he was only is, at A&M for four years. You don't have to be there. It's not a length of time. You don't have to coach for 20 years to get retired. No, you just retire. You just have to retire as a state employee. Well, Franchoni went from there to uh, Texas State. Yeah, which, which is still, which is still a public school. Yeah, um, a state-funded school in the state of Texas. You get like two extra checks a month. So if your retirement is, for easy math, like a thousand dollars a month in retirement, instead of getting twelve thousand dollars a year, 
you would get $14,000 a year. Oh, okay. So equate that. That's why Chavis left LSU. I will assure you of that is I want to retire. If you can retire in the state of Texas as a state employee instead of in Louisiana or Mississippi or Alabama or one of these poor-ass states that don't have no money, then you do that. You don't think maybe Chavis wanted to get away from Les Miles because he couldn't get any help from his offense? No, 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 no. Him and Les were close. They're still close. Hmm. No. I, he, I thought that maybe I, he felt like I think he, he... I think he did it for the money. I thought he could win at... Because he's not making a whole lot more than he was. No, no. It's not the money. It's okay. the retirement. It's okay. the Because the state of Louisiana is bankrupt. Now, you don't you want to retire on the state of Louisiana's dime. Hell no, because then you won't get nothing. <laughs> you don't get no check. All right. Next one up, uh, the, the last one before we get to the biggest games. This is going to be an awesome game. Iowa at Wisconsin. Look, it's 2.30 Saturday on ABC... That got the national window uh, on on network as opposed to uh, Florida State and Clemson, which is stuck on cable. Yep. Um, look, Iowa beat the brakes off of Ohio State last week. Maybe the hell out of them. I am terrified that because that line looked way too high to me at twelve and a half. If Wisconsin covers that line, Wisconsin should jump way the hell up in this thing. Yeah, the college football playoff rankings, they are still way back there. Wait, what, what, it, so we're, we record this on Tuesdays. What did they come out as? It's I want to say eight. Yeah. So they're undefeated and they're eighth. They should jump a lot of people. Well, they're, they're probably going to anyway because TCU and Oklahoma are both ahead of them. Miami and, Miami and Notre Dame are both ahead of them. Even if uh, those teams weren't playing each other, man, they st- we're not giving teams credit for winning all the games on their schedule. Yeah, you, you're equating Oklahoma doing what they've done with a loss to Oklahoma State. A loss to uh, Iowa State. Iowa State, sorry. A loss to Iowa State and saying this is better than going undefeated against a bunch of teams that we don't think are great. Yeah. At some point in time, you have to get credit for winning ball games. I I cannot stress that enough. It really bothers me. Well, I'm not that bothered by it. I don't care. I, I think that Wisconsin, if they win out, everything else will play itself out because I... You're right. I think... Well, we'll get into the rest of these here in a minute. We'll figure all this out. All right. Look, let's let's go. go on and jump into the biggest games. Notre Dame at Miami, 7 p.m. Saturday night on ABC. Boom. Is this where game day is going to be? This is where game day is. Good. For they, the first time in over a decade. decade they go to, well, they haven't had a reason to go to South Beach. Catholics and the convicts. Man, this is going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun to see this old school matchup. Both of them like to run the football. Both of them can stop the run. Look, Notre Dame is favored by three and a half right now. Correct. Line opened at three, jumped to three and a half. I looked at it and was like, oh, man, Notre Dame's going to smash these dudes. Like, da 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 da. Look. When I went and looked up the metrics and whatnot. I told you last week about the metrics on Miami. Notre Dame can't throw the football at all. I, Miami can. Miami's got playmakers. I listened to Chris Felica last week before we did our podcast, which comes out on Wednesdays, and he was giving numbers out about Miami. I went and looked a lot of those numbers up. Miami statistically is a much better team. We look at the score, and we see – they're barely beating some teams that we just don't think are good. But you can't get up emotionally for every game, but they are at home and they can get up for this one. I think 
they're a really good team. They haven't lost yet. I don't want to hear about their schedule. I don't want to hear about the teams they played. They are playing unbelievable football. And and you're right. The metrics show that they are way better than what we're giving them credit for. The biggest thing here is who's going to win the turnover battle, right? Because Notre Dame is plus 12 on turnovers on the year. Miami is plus 11. You want to know why both those teams are so good against the turnovers? Neither one of them throw the football a lot. Oh, yeah. And you're just not fumbling it. Well, here, it Interceptions are way easier to get than fumbles. Look, look at this, okay? What, I, what scares me about this is that Notre Dame averages 325 yards rushing per game. They average seven yards per attempt. Yeah, but they got a ton of those yards against some bad – I mean, they played USC – and they, they got 500 yards of rushing against USC. Like, I mean, that that yeah, inflates they, the numbers. They had 250 like against NC State, though, Yeah, which is – that's the scary thing. Yeah, but I think NC State has fallen. I think NC State – we thought they were an NFL-level defense. And they did look it for a long time. They, did, they looked it early. Man, everybody's kind of running. Last week, they got ran all over. Well, it, but see, they, once they get up against really, really good teams, yeah. then it's not They're as getting easy. pushed around. So, I don't, I don't know if we're giving them – it's so hard to Now, grade. I will say this. They were not able to run the football on Georgia. Wow. Notre Dame had 55 yards rushing against Georgia. Here's the thing. Miami gives up 170 rushing yards a game, but only 3.9 rushing yards per attempt. That includes a win over Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. So Against a team that runs the football for a living. Yes, that like never throws the ball. At all. Um, look, these stats are incredibly similar. Here's the, the stat that sticks out to me. Notre Dame gives up 245 passing yards a game. They give up 6.2 passing yards per attempt. Miami averages almost 300 yards passing per game, and it's 8.1 per attempt. Like, there's something about this. Like, on top of that, Miami can run the football, too. Like, they don't have the same gaudy numbers that Notre Dame does, but they still average 5.4 yards a rush. Like, there's some real stuff here that leads me to believe that a Saturday night in South Beach, I'm I'm rolling with Miami here. I'm going, I'm picking Miami. I'm going with a guy who I believe in, who I like a lot. I think Mark Rick is one of the best coaches in college football. I think he's one of the best dudes in college football. And and if you give me an opportunity, I think these teams are very evenly matched. Notre Dame might be a little bit better talent wise. But if you give me a leader on the field that I would die for, I'd fight like hell for, against a guy who I just think is a grade-A asshole, I'm taking Mark Rick all day long. Yeah. Give me Miami. Give me the hurricane. Throw up the U. And, and let's do this thing. Let's get, a, let's get a W. TCU at Oklahoma. It's number five, Oklahoma versus number six, TCU in Norman, 7 p.m. on Fox. Look, I really hate that both of these games – are going up right against each other. I really hate that. This is a two-TV night. Get the iPad working. Better believe that. All right, look, here's the thing. I like TCU. I've told you this. I, I bet every week we have talked about TCU, and I told you what I don't like. Now, you remember what that is? Quarterback. What's his, what's his name? Hill. Kenny Trill. Trill. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny Hill, but... It, they they don't call him Trill anymore because uh, he ain't got that ego like he did at Texas A&M. But here's the thing. Kenny Hill can sometimes throw the ball to the wrong colored shirt. And I think 
he may run into some problems here. I'm not saying that Oklahoma has got a just an all-world defense or anything. Obviously, we saw that was not the case last week. But I think Oklahoma has enough firepower with Baker Mayfield and what I, Baker Mayfield gets up for these games. It's the the crappy 11 a.m. favored by 30 games that he doesn't get up for. He exactly needs right. he needs somebody to talk some kind of trash to him, and you know somebody with TCU is going to do it. Like you just know it. It's tougher for him at home because he doesn't get that fire. But I'm telling you, Mayfield is going to be fired up for this game. He's it, and TCU's got the best defense in the conference, one of the top five defenses in the country. It don't matter in this case though. Oklahoma's just got too much firepower. I'm to going. Me, I'm going with TCU. And I can't give you any statistics to back it up other than I'm going to take the best defense. I think that Oklahoma's defense, if you were saying grade TCU and Oklahoma's defense against one another and then grade their offenses against one another, I think Oklahoma wins that battle. I think Oklahoma has more talent, more transcendent players on their roster. More firepower, more explosion. I think they are the better team. They should win this game. I'm just not picking against Gary Patterson. I mean, you know me and coaches. When I fall in love, I don't well, yeah. ever leave them. Like, and and I'm just not doing it. The coaching matchup, you would think, would absolutely favor TCU, right? Now, they don't have the dudes. The right play here is Oklahoma. I'm not, I'm not denying that. I'm not taking Oklahoma. The line opened at 7, and it's at 6.5 now. So, people are on TCU now, early. I think it's going to balance between it's, 7 and 6.5 and all week. I don't I, I know think, that it's going to move on fast. No, I, I think it just stays on 7. Yeah. I think and it I just think, stays on 7. I think that's probably a good number, which tells you we think Oklahoma is a touchdown better than them. That's that's a pretty big number when you're looking at two teams that are both in the top 10. You know? no, I agree. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm going to take TCU here. I've I've had good luck taking dogs. It doesn't scare me. Next game up, Georgia at Auburn, 2.30 p.m. CBS Saturday. I'm glad this one ended at 7 o'clock. Yes, good sir. Lord. Um, look, to win this ball game, Auburn is going to have to throw the football. I think Georgia will be able to run it on Auburn. Everything that I have seen from from other teams and whatnot, like they're going to be fine. Georgia's going to be fine. It's going to be Auburn that has to find a way to to make points, right? To score something. And I don't think that Jared Stidham can do it. Look, they have got all kinds of offensive linemen hurt, and it's a whole different ball game when you go from playing Ole Miss and Texas A and M and whatever into playing Georgia. Now, they are at home. That's why the line is only three right now. The line opened up at Georgia minus one, and now it's up to Georgia minus three. And it may stick around three. But I think Georgia wins this ballgame. And I I don't think it's – it'll be close, but I don't think it's a one-score game. I think Georgia wins this by like ten. Like, they've had Auburn's number – for a while when they weren't very good and now they're good tell me what you think I know you're just smiling at me over here <laughs> you just I mean, you rip roaring ready to go I think this Georgia team's really good I think they're ranked number one in the nation for a reason 
and I think they're really good. Now, they're ranked number one because they have a win over Notre Dame. Now, we're going to talk about... Well, and that win over Mississippi State. Uh, yeah, who, who put a nice shellacking on UMass last week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but that's me, why they're number one. Let me yes. ask you a question. Okay. They haven't gone on the road in a hostile environment the whole season. They went to Notre Dame and they dominated this field. There was more red than green in the stadium. They beat Mississippi State at home. They, they beat- went They went to Tennessee and there was more red than orange in the stadium. They haven't been to a hostile environment yet. What do you think it's going to be like when they roll up in the plains and Auburn says our only one team is desperate. One team is backed into a corner. And the other team is just riding high. Boy, got the dangling swinging in the breeze. Everything's going Georgia's way. Man, you know what? You are right. They haven't played on the road in a hostile they, environment. They played at Notre year. Dame. They played at Tennessee. They played at Vanderbilt. Yep. They played all those. The places, Florida game was neutral. All those places had more red than the other color in them. There's a reason this line opened at one, and I bet it keeps getting bet up. And I bet if we were to look on Friday or early Saturday, that over eighty percent of the public will be on Georgia. Hmm. Give me, give me War Damn Eagle. Give Man, it to me. You know I hate to, when you say that. Give it to me to ruin their chances of going undefeated. You know what that means, though? If that happens, the Iron Bowl. The Iron Bowl is for the SEC West. It's for the West. If, if Auburn wins the West and then they beat Georgia again in the SEC Championship game, does Auburn get into the playoff? Two win team in the playoff. Two lost team. Two, Two lost, lost team. Yes. You're not. You're not keeping the SEC champion out of the game. You damn right it does. Hmm. So you know our boys on the full cast. They brought this up. I'm going to steal something from. It's not really stealing it. They they brought up a valid question. It's called the Iron Bowl. Okay. Yeah. I have a cereal bowl. The cereal bowl is not a cereal bowl because it's made of cereal, right? So is this just like a bowl with iron in it? Because everyone says no, no, it's it's made of iron, but you don't have a cereal bowl made of cereal. Well, no, it's because it's a bowl game. Like it's the stadium that they're playing. I, I don't I don't understand why they call it that. Anyway, like it's kind of like uh, I thought that Mississippi was, State I with thought, the egg bowl. Well, it looks like an egg. I get that. Well, the I iron can, bowl they name it the iron bowl because Birmingham is known for iron workers. Okay, like that's, used it to used play, to be they used in, to play it in Legion Field. Yeah. I got you. So, it it used to be in Birmingham every year. In 1989, Auburn got that changed. Pat died. Changed the whole trajectory of this rivalry. Had to. Yeah, had to. Had to be changed. Had to get it on campus. Um, Anyway. All right. So, so I like Georgia. You like Auburn here. I like Auburn. All right. right. I like Auburn. I want to see. And listen, if Georgia goes into hostile environment, big boy football program, goes down to the Plains, and they beat – they don't have to whip their ass. They don't have to beat the – if they win the game, they're it. I was wrong. But we'll just we'll just they keep it number one all the way to the SEC championship the, game. And they, they and they would have earned that. Yes. They would they would have absolutely earned it. And there's no question. But I looked at their schedule, and they haven't been on the road in a hostile environment one time this year. No, every time they've gone somewhere else, like it was against a bad Tennessee team, it was against a bad Vanderbilt team, and they sold neutral, out. Yeah. They sold out in Notre Dame. 
Yeah, and it was. I watched was that game, Georgia, and it was no red and black everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. All right, next game up because we are going long on this. Sorry, no, it's all good. Michigan State at Ohio State, 11 a.m. on Fox. 11 a.m. game. It's going to be somewhere between 30 and 40 degrees, gray outside, nasty, cloudy, cloudy, no sun in the sky, no nothing, ain't nothing saving Urban Meyer this time, right? Look, I I still got to take Ohio State. I think they got more weapons. I've seen this Michigan State team. I Look, it was raining. It was nasty. Both times they got their big wins this year, right? That's right. It's not going to be raining this time. Like a three-hour rain delay last time. Exactly. That was against Penn State. Penn yeah. State couldn't come back from that. They turned the ball over a lot, all that good stuff. Look, I, I like Michigan State to maybe to cover the 15. Like, I think they keep it a low-scoring game. I don't think they let JT Barrett go crazy here. But you know Ohio State is hungry to get back out and show that they – especially because Michigan State is ranked ahead of Ohio State in the college football playoff rankings, which is just insane. Like You're damn right. Th- think about this. Michigan State is ranked higher than Ohio State, and Ohio State's favored by 15. <laughs> That's just unreal to me. And But, I mean, you had to do that because Iowa just absolutely beat the brakes off of you can't week. You can't get beat by 30. No, I, look, I'm taking Ohio State here because I, I just don't see Urban Meyer losing two games in a row, especially when one of them's at home. Yep. But I will say this. D'Antonio's had his number. Michigan State was a bad football team last year, and they took them to a 17-16 game. God, and it took I mean, a miracle play at the whew, end for them yeah, to lose that game. All right. So, you know I love Mark D'Antonio. And you know I hate Urban Meyer. So, everything that I have said here about D'Antonio having Meyer's number and, just, and it being nasty outside, cold, cloudy, no sun in the sky, yeah. that all plays into your pick, right? Yeah. I, I, I'm i going to tell you this. I think you're, you're dead on. The number is right. You take the under. I don't know what the over-under is in this game. You take the under. I think it's going to be low scoring. Well, we can look that up right now. Ohio State has immensely more talent on the field. But I don't know that it matters if if JT Barrett has the turnover yips that he had the other night. The the over-under is 55. Holy shit. They're not scoring 55 in this game. That ain't happening. That's not going to happen. That'd be a 35 to 20 game. That'd be crazy. Oh, well, that's getting a car payment. Um, be easy. Max bet, baby. Be, be be gentle out there, guys. I get a little crazy. Don't sometimes. don't bet your mortgage. Don't yeah. Don't. Chris can, but you don't. I'm a, I'm up. I'm up. I'm playing with house money. It's not even my money. It's their money. Um, especially I'm, after eleven and one last week and hitting the Iowa money line. I'm Good taking, lord. I'm, I'll be. I will be putting a small small amount of money on this money line. I think D'Antonio's got their number. You I'm, ain't got a lot of the people. I'm just picking, telling what's up. I'm picking Michigan State. Say, I'm putting my mortgage on, I'm not, on no, Michigan no, 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 State no, I'm on the money doing, line. I'm not going to lie to the people. I'm not going to lie to the people. I'm not. My money line bet last week was $10, so don't let's not get crazy. Hey, but that $10 paid off 78 That's right. That's not bad. That's right. All right, next game. This is the last big college football game of the weekend for us. Uh Alabama at Mississippi State, 6 p.m. on ESPN. The good thing here is that nobody will be watching because everybody's going to be watching Notre Dame and Miami, and everybody's going to be watching TCU at Oklahoma. Alabama's favored by 14 and a half. They don't – look, I will say this. Alabama is not happy with how they looked against LSU. They shouldn't be. Which lets me know that they are going to come out swinging in this game. And I am, I am hoping – 
for a miracle for Mississippi State. Like, I want it so bad I can feel it in my bones, but I just know we're not going to get it. Well, here's the thing. We're not going to get it. Look, in, in 2014, Mississippi State was the third best rushing team in the conference. Right. 2017, they're the third best rushing team in the conference. In 2014, though, they were like the second or third best passing team in the conference, too. That's right. This go-round, they're the 12th best passing team. Yeah, Fitzgerald can't throw like that. You have to be able to throw the football to beat Alabama. LSU showed that last week. You cannot beat them by trying to run the football. You can get lucky and break one here and there. LSU broke one. One run, and it was a wildcat, goofy play that somebody missed a tackle on. How many times are you going to see Alabama miss tackles? No, you're right. So, not to mention the fact that Alabama plays better on the road. They just do. They have for years. Look, I like Alabama in this game. Alabama's going to win this game, but, man, I hope they don't. Would you take State with the with the cover? 14 and a half? I didn't make it a pick. If I'm, if I'm up on Saturday, if I'm up on Saturday, I'll take the points. Because I do think Alabama's deep. While I don't like playing a pissed-off Nick Saban, at some point in time, injuries have got your, your depth like, cannot. I've watched this sport for too long. These people aren't made of steel; they're still made of, of flesh and blood and bones, just like everybody else, man. No, I agree. And you're three and four deep right now at the linebacker position, which is a crazy important position. The way your team plays defense, I know that because that's how my team plays defense. And and you just can't have freshmen running out there. It's not their ability to make the plays. They have to call the defense. Yeah, that's the problem is that Sean Deion Hamilton was the quarterback of that front seven. And Mika Fitzpatrick, which it, he's, he's, he's questionable. We don't it's know what's different. going on with that hamstring. We'll different. just see. Uh, but he's the quarterback of the secondary. And losing both of those guys, you know, losing uh, Mac Wilson – you know, you still got Terrell Lewis and Christian Miller out. Look, Christian Miller and and Terrell Lewis, they were thought to be out for the year. Yeah. They they might be back in time for the Auburn game. Maybe which is but bananas. What kind of health are they gonna be? That's gonna be the kicker. Yeah, like, that's, that's if they're the back but they're not hundred percent, are they gonna do more harm than good? And that Well, I think at this point you just need bodies. Yeah. <laughs> like they may so, not start, but they, so they may other roll. than other than Alabama, I took all dogs. Yeah, Miami, thing. TCU, Auburn, and Michigan State for you. I took uh, Miami, I will, Oklahoma, Georgia, and Ohio State. I'll probably do what I did last week, which I'll be making small wagers on money lines on all these teams. Probably not a bad idea. All I need is one of them to hit. Now, well, Miami the Auburn and, and Miami TCU, game, the, like, yeah, those money lines aren't going to be as big. Michigan State, Mississippi State, they'll be it, Yeah, the, the Iowa game paid off everything last week. I mean, oh, that no. was just yeah. bananas. All right, so a rundown, uh, I think I just gave it out. I, I've yeah. got Miami, Oklahoma, Georgia, Ohio State, and Alabama. I got, got Miami, TCU, Auburn, Michigan State, and Alabama. NFL. Let's get them real quick. Three. Patriots at the Broncos, 7.30 p.m. That's the Sunday night football game on NBC. Pat's uh, coming off a of bye week playing against Brock Osweiler. What do you think? <laughs> We're both going Pats here. I mean, We're I will tell you this. The Patriots Den- defense will Denver, be looking to, to – Denver has been a black hole for the Patriots, and that's legit. Even bad Denver teams have beaten 
all-world great Patriot teams. I think Tom Brady puts up 350 yards passing this week. Two, get two weeks to prepare, and they get Brock Osweiler. They ain't no chance. No chance. No right. chance. Patriots on that. Cowboys at the Falcons, 325 p.m. on Fox. That's a Sunday afternoon national window. Neither one of us likes the Falcons right now. That was one no. of my picks in uh, in yesterday's podcast. That's right. Like Cow- I like the Cowboys plus three, but I like them to win outright. Yeah, I think the Cowboys win this game. I I cannot, in good faith, bet anything or think anything positive about the Falcons. Me either. Not right I now. I can't do it. Not not right now. They. It, I don't care that they're at home. It doesn't matter to me. The Cowboys have been rolling. The Falcons have not been rolling. Yeah. That seems like a pretty reasonable pick. The Vikings at the Redskins, 12 p.m. on Fox. This is the one game I didn't want to touch, and it, it has to be picked because it's a big game. It is a big game. I have been leading you all year long in NFL picks straight up. Well, straight up and against the spread. Yeah. You've been, and, yeah you've been. and you absolutely rolled last week. You you went 3-0 and in the big Game picks mm-hmm. and three and zero against the spread. Yeah, you are now at seventeen and ten straight up. I had the and best week I've ever had. It, it, I've it, been, it was unbelievable. I've been betting sports with real money since my first freshman year of college when I was eighteen years old. The I, only game you lost was a game at nine forty five p.m. against Arizona, and they were tied at one time at USC, like in the fourth quarter. Yeah, just no. unbelievable. I, 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 it was, it was just a. An epic weekend. I've never had a run like this before, which is why I think this week I'm just going to get hit by a train. We we didn't give away our picks. Uh, Vikings. I, I like the Vikings here. I like the Vikings That's one of my too. Bets. They got two weeks to prepare. It's a really well coached team, and the Redskins. I don't know how they're winning these games when they win and the games they lose. I think they look better than the team that they beat or they lost to. I, I, that is a team that I love watching. But I can't figure them out. I'm picking the Vikings, and I don't know why. That that's reasonable. I like them though. Vikings got a better record. I need them know. to win that division because I've got a lot of stock in that. So keep winning. Keep winning, Vikings. All right, uh, Patriots, Cowboys, Vikings. We both like all three of those together. So our record will be the same again. I tried. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's gonna wrap it up. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. You can follow us on Twitter, at winningcures. You can follow myself, at GaryWCE. You can follow me at ChrisBGiannini, C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I. You can also email the show, that's winningcureseverything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551 226 9899. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team or praise us or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551-226-9899 and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show and until next time, have a good one guys. Hey, don't forget, subscribe to the Winning Cures Everything podcast on iTunes and make sure you leave a review. For every 25 written five-star reviews we get on iTunes, we are donating to St. Jude's Children's Hospital and LeBonner's Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. So subscribe and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and all your favorite podcast apps. Remember, the Winning Cures Everything podcast. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.